Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In our last episode, we talked about how tokens can help small brands. And in this episode, we are going to tackle how the Metaverse will change business models. As always, our focus is on small brands and how you can start now. Be ahead of the crowd and plan for your business to enter into this digital universe. Entering the metaverse as a small brand will require a strategy that takes advantage on all it has to offer. All of our previous episodes and any research you do yourself will prove to you that you have to extend your thinking and creativity to incorporate these borderless opportunities into your business models. We have expressed this warning before, and that is why we wanted to get into a little bit more detail in a separate episode. Moving your business into the metaverse is not just a case of doing what you do now. Replicating your current business model in the metaverse immediately cuts off the limitless opportunities that a virtual world, one where you define the rules, exists. Don't listen to the naysayers. There are so many of them that the metaverse will fail that it will never take off. In 2020, the metaverse globally was valued at over $27 billion. And that value is expected to reach over $800 billion by 2030. That is not an insignificant amount. The same people who are doubters were probably the same people who said that social media will never be a useful tool for your business. Cheryl and I came across a few of those, didn't we? Oh, just a few back in the day. <laughs> Whilst there is still an element of doubt as to what the metaverse is, and there seems to be this constant race to claim top spot, maybe in a few years' time, it will no longer be called the metaverse. It may have a new name, and it may be finally just incorporated into the whole Web3. But all of the components of this evolving technology exist now. Artificial intelligence, 3D modeling, virtual reality, augmented reality, and even teleportation are being used today. However you look at it, whatever you want to call it, you can't ignore that at some point for your business to remain relevant and viable, you will need to move into this digital world. So, Gerald, how do you create a business model for the metaverse? Well, Emma Riddestad, CEO of Warping Media, when asked what the metaverse means to her in October 2022, a Forbes magazine article said, she imagines the metaverse as everything we can do online today through our smartphones and our computers, but being able to do it in an immersive 3D via virtual and augmented reality. I mean, that's a really good definition, I think. Yeah, it is actually, isn't it? I like to. Yeah, I really like that. Because you can move in between worlds, it really encompasses more of your senses. It creates a much deeper experience than perhaps an app or a phone. 
By now, most of us have probably had a 3D experience. Maybe in a cinema, you feel like you're actually part of the film. You might have seen videos where people were wearing VR headsets and walking along a high beam above a city, and they respond as if they're going to fall. And Andrew and I both experience it when we do our news from Horizon Workrooms. We've spoken many times that, for example, when we're in our room by the beach, we immediately feel calmer just by listening to the sea and lapping up those waves. It's, it's so real, isn't it? You know, It's great. I, I love having a little meeting in there. I do too. <laughs> but also there's those experiences where um, there's one I did where I was on a ship and you can feel the, the ship that you're going Moving. up and down with the ship and your stomach kind of like goes <laughs> did you feel sick though Angela I didn't feel sick in that one but there was one with a roller coaster where yeah I started it and I was like I can't do this I just yeah I did that one I can't do it <laughs> so it, it so the experience is so it really like it does reach your senses doesn't it it really does yeah it, I mean, I'm there. Yeah, I, I me had to too. Take the headset off yeah, on the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, can't do this one. <laughs> I like watching films on a big screen, but I don't like going to the cinema because people just get on my nerves in the cinema. But I can sit on my sofa with a comfy fleece, all the noisy snacks I want, and have the same cinema experience with a VR headset on. I love the idea of this because I just. Some films I want to see, but I just, I can't stand going to the cinema with other people. It drives me nuts. I love the uh, films they have on Meta at the moment where you can go to, um, you can see the safari, you can go on safari. Yes. See the lions. Yes. That's I did fantastic. one where you go um, diving with um, sharks. I see. It's just amazing. I know. But, amazing. but imagine being able to see a new release like this. You know, a new film release that you'd really want to go to the cinema and watch it, but either it's just a hassle or, like me, you're miserable and don't want to <laughs> sit next to other people. Andrew doesn't like people. <laughs> you haven't guessed it already. <laughs> annoying people. Annoying people. I like oh, other yeah, people, but that's annoying true, people. Maybe you like live music, but the thought of dragging yourself to a concert or sitting in a muddy field at Glastonbury is no longer your cup of tea. That's me, by the way. I don't, yeah, me. Or even, yeah. or even you want to go to a concert on the other side of the world, but it's not possible if you have to get up and run a business the next day. You can attend these live events now. There's I, no I remember I used to work for a company that was by Paddington Station. So you used to see them all going and coming back from Glastonbury. Oh, the state they came back. Just the thought of that. It's just like, it's just not, like head to toe me. in mud. Just, you know, it's, that's a young person's game. Give me a comfy seat in a oh, VR yes. I remember also going to see Duran Duran. This is really funny because it just shows what happens when you get a bit older. Because it, most concerts you go to, you just stand up, wouldn't you? You just would stand up as soon as the music comes on. But because... Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> because this was an uh, sort of an older audience of uh, Duran Duran fans, every time there was a song, people would stand up. But in between songs or songs that people didn't know, people would sit down. It was just such yeah. a different experience because now people just want to stay at home. They can do it. They can watch it from home. Even Kathy Hackle, we've talked about her before. Um, she was talking about the other day with... Um, having this experience in the metaverse because she was saying to us 
going to a concert would be to physically leave our houses, attend a concert, and we would say, yes, I saw so-and-so in concert. But Kathy Hackleson, I can't remember whether it was Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande, went to the concert in the metaverse using his VR headset. But he still would say he went to that concert. So for younger people, that experience of attending something. Being there, attending his first concert. Yeah. Attending his first concert, even though it's virtual reality, to them is real. It's an experience. I attended that concert. So you people might not see it this way, but those of us that are, you know, this generation. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's not going to replace live events. No. It's just another way of attending an event if you live across the other side of the world or you can't get off of your sofa for whatever reason. Yeah. Or do anything. Like you say, that it, it, makes it borderless it makes it accessible to all doesn't it yeah but you can go further than that how far can you open your mind the best way to start is to imagine what you can do in the metaverse that you can't do outside of it like we've just talked about this is such a good exercise to start with what do you want to do that you can't do with your current business what limitations do you have that could be taken away by creating it in a digital universe. For example, what if you were a handbag designer and you have ideas that will not work, maybe because it will make the bag too heavy or it wouldn't fit right on the body or you can't mold the leather in a certain shape. All of these things can be done in the metaverse. The shape, the size, the color, the texture can all be created. Imagine if we didn't have to carry the handbag, it could just fly alongside of us. Well, have you seen the new robot, Angela? No. The one that walks behind you? No. <laughs> so it's like a box robot and it carries all of your goods. So all the heavy things. I was thinking about this if you're a photographer because they have to, they have so much equipment to carry, don't they? Yeah, that's you true. Just pop it into this robot box and it follows you down the road. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? It just gives me an excuse to carry more things. Because I see all these influencers with their little mini bags, and I think, what would that do? I can put anything yeah. in a mini bag. I have to have everything because if the world's going to end, I need it's everything great. just in case. Absolutely, the just in case robot box. Yes, I mean, it's about eight. I've actually, when did I see it? I saw it on TikTok, of course, two days ago. Googled it. It's eighteen hundred and fifty dollars. There you go. I know someone who owns a shop in a small town and she always creates a beautiful Christmas shopping experience. She's really good at buying the right products and the whole top floor of her shop is turned into a Christmas wonderland. Imagine if she created this virtual Christmas shopping experience where you could have fairies flying around showing you the products. Or Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> it's so what amazing. What imagination like, you've got. Like Tinkerbell okay. just like flitting about showing you things yeah or elves serving you or snow falling from the ceiling the christmas decorations could explode into glitter that in a virtual world does not need to be cleaned up or the virtual decorations could turn into virtual presents santa's grotto becomes this incredibly magical experience as if your children are at the north pole what if you build cars again there are so many limits in the physical world these will disappear in the digital one. Cars that could travel at the speed you desire, again, any shape, color, design. We cannot express enough. I think we have, must have talked about this in every single episode we mentioned the metaverse. 
your ideas cannot have limits. And this is a good place to start. So Bromwyn Williams, Chief Commercial Officer of Metonomic, wrote in a NASDAQ article of June 2022, the basics of any economy will remain supply and demand and the power of scarcity. Real value remains connected to real scarcity and real scarcity in the metaverse comes from human attention. Roman goes on to talk about the fact that when you start to think about evolving your business model, you need to think about monetary value and intrinsic value. The intrinsic value is the fun, what you can't experience in real life. Flying fairies, showing you around a Christmas shop, walking the streets of Paris, Paris, looking through the windows of restaurants so you can decide where you're going to eat before you even got on the plane. This is why gamification has all, is, is so important in Web3. And we talk about that in episode nine. It's such about the experience. This, isn't it? You know, going into mm-hmm. the metaverse and how you're going to evolve your business model. The experience just needs to be. And I think you see that with brands now where you're getting, you're getting things like the packaging becomes so important and the experience of receiving it that now then needs to move into the digital world, you know? Yeah. If you're not standing out, I think, again, a couple of episodes back, we spoke about the guy that, um, I forget his name, Roy something. And how amazing his his insights were into marketing when it comes down yes, to Rory, hotels. Yes, is it Rory Sutherland? Is that That's the, one? the one? Yeah, he's amazing. He's incredible. So also, um, coming from the same Forbes magazine article where we talked about Emma, um, and the actual article was written by Brendan Marr. We'll put a link in the show note because it is actually a really good article. One whiskey company collaborated with a hotel to create a new cocktail then created an immersive experience that transports the consumer to Scotland to fly over the highlands, lets them get an inside look into how whiskey is made and gives them a virtual tour of a distillery. After the virtual tour, you take your virtual reality glasses off and your whiskey cocktail is sitting in front of you. I love that so much because it's such a simple... Such a great idea yeah. and... It's again, they're probably the first people to do that. So they'll be spoken about. Everyone's going to come and experience it. Yeah. I, I'm not even into whiskey. Let's go and have, but I'd go and have the cocktail. Know? Yeah. I would yeah. go and do it. These kinds of immersive brand storytelling experiences are a great way for companies to connect with customers in a really innovative way. It is not about going all in straight away. For the future, you need to think big with no limits. Don't allow others to put borders on your thinking for the long-term plan. No. And what I've seen recently on websites in the web free space is roadmaps. So even if you're not there yet, you can still put a strategy in place for your future ideas on the metaverse or your 3D experience. So I think that's a really nice, again, when you, once you start looking at web free websites, you'll see that there's always a roadmap tab. I think this is really important because it shows to a company that you're thinking about it. Even if you're not 100% sure about how you're going to do it, the fact that you are talking about 
these types of things means that you're doing your research and you're you understand what's coming especially if you want to get investment absolutely absolutely yeah but today you could do your research and start with small steps what could you do now could you incorporate 3d modeling if you have a shopify account that is certainly possible could you purchase land in the sandbox or the decentraland could you build a world in meta could you even start to hold meetings in Horizon workrooms? Or could you do team training via VR? Once you start these steps, you will then test research, test research, and then test research once again. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's the way to start, isn't it? Is you already you can do some of these small steps. You know, just holding meetings in Horizon. We love it. I love it there. Well, we took a whim when we first started our journey into the metaverse and web three andrew and i said well we better purchase a pair of vr headsets and off we went we had no idea what we were doing no we really didn't <laughs> no idea what to expect and it just it does open your world and it does make you think what you can achieve i think that really helps even if you don't want to buy yourself a pair if you've got kids that have got them then just to have a play around just so you can understand the experience of how it yeah and how it makes yeah. you feel as we have said, this whole digital universe is about experience. How can you start today to create a more immersive experience for your customer? We haven't mentioned them in a long time, but Wish of Vodka built a distillery in Decentraland and hosted parties before a physical bottle of vodka was sold. In all of our episodes, we have given examples of highly creative and innovative businesses. If you haven't already, we really recommend you go back and listen to our other episodes and take note of these brands and look at their business models and how they are moving forward into the metaverse. We hope you enjoyed this episode and it helped you start to think big about your future plans. We would love to hear your ideas. Join us next week as we continue our journey into the metaverse. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links, and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.